Earlier this week, I asked um, Monsignor Deutsch what he was going to do for uh, his homily this weekend, and he told me that he was going to challenge everyone to kind of give up screens for Lent. Um, the same thing he's been preaching around this time for the last 20 years, because I heard this exact same kind of homily 20 years ago when I was a kid at Holy Cross. And there's two reasons that come to my mind for why he could still be preaching uh, the same thing. Either he's lazy and he doesn't want to put the time into creating new material, or making such a challenge has the same relevancy that it does 20 years ago. As strong as the temptation might be to call uh, out my boss in front of all of you, uh, and call him lazy, the reality is that's just not the case. Um, but the real reason is that uh, he gives the same challenge is because it remains relevant, and in my opinion, has become only more relevant. My family took on Monsignor's challenge of no screens when I was in middle school, and look at the results. I'm a priest. Okay, so it wasn't necessarily the direct, you know, causation behind my vocation, but, you know, taking on this challenge um, and trying to give up no screens for Lent did transform my family and bring us closer together to each other, and most importantly, to God. And that's why, now that I'm behind the pulpit, um, I'm extending the same challenge um, to all of you here today. Give up screens for Lent, you know, or at least really be intentional about your time this Lent and try to get rid of them as much as you can. Um, and this is an opportunity to bring, you know, more life to your relationships with friends and family and God. And so stop, you know, being a tech, you know, slave to technology. That's, it's too hard, you know. And I, I hope it's hard. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't have an excuse for why technology has such a hold on us. It's hard because getting those little dopamine hits uh, from scrolling on our feeds or, you know, just watching videos is, is easy and uh, addicting. And if we're honest with ourselves, I think a lot of us, you know, struggle to utilize uh, technology. And, and at a certain point, it has a lot of control over us. You know, for example, um, you know, I, I at times struggle to have a healthy relationship with technology. And um, at times I fall down the rabbit hole of, you know, just random YouTube videos. And I mean, just I think a few weeks ago, I was like, I watched indoor lawn bowling for like an hour and a half when I, I had so many other things to do, but I, it was fascinating. But um, yeah, so I, I too struggle just to have, you know, the true healthy relationship with technology. And so, um, yeah, no, it's too hard to give up screens. Um, now that's what the mediocre say. But Jesus in today's gospel doesn't call us to mediocrity. He calls us to greatness, to perfection. Uh, by our own powers, perfection is impossible. But with his grace, you'll be surprised the things you'll be able to do. So before I leave you with some practical ways of what a no-screen Lent looks like, I'm just going to share what it kind of looked for my family. So, um, yeah, so... When I was younger, you know, it's funny now, I mean, we didn't have smartphones. Nah, it's not old sense. We didn't have smartphones in my day. We didn't have personal laptops. And so um, it was a lot easier to kind of just actually, and I wasn't answering emails, so it was a lot easier just to not have screens at the house. And so, um, yeah, it, what, it, what it became for my family is it allowed just extra time in the evenings, you know. We were a lot, it was a lot easier for us to pray as a family, you know, to just do more creative activities together. Um, and also, I, I think, you know, an interesting kind of side effect of it too is, is that I felt actually that I got more creative. 
uh, because I just had more of that time and I found myself free writing when I was a kid and so it just also opened up more of my imagination and, and, and creativity. And so, um, yeah, but most importantly, I think it just brought my family closer together and we spent more time together and we weren't able to distract ourselves from each other. Um, but it wasn't without its challenges. And so, for example, there was a clause that, you know, if we were at a friend's house um, and they were playing video games, we could play video games too. And so for most of Lent, we didn't have our friends over. We found ourselves going over to our friend's house. And so, um, and I just bring that up too because, you know, the, uh, the important thing is kind of, you know, following the spirit of, of what you say. So obviously the letter of the law was that we could go play video games at our friend's house. But the spirit was is that um, we were trying to give less time to that. But we ended up kind of, you know, cheating a little bit. So, yeah, so how does this look? You know, because we all have emails. We have things we have to do on the Internet. So we can't, in a certain sense, go down to the Fox River, throw our cell phones and laptops into the Fox River. But I think we can be good at just being... Uh, making perhaps your windows where it's at the end of the day, actually this is the only time we'll do that work we have to do on our computers, you know. And what you'll find out too is if, if you even set up like an hour at the end of the day uh, for like, oh, that's where we'll check your emails, that's where the kids will do whatever homework they have to go on the internet. Um, it'll be amazing how actually productive you'll actually be and how much more efficient you'll actually be. You'll find probably that if you just, you know, shorten those hours of where there are windows to use technology, um, how much more efficient you'll be and more productive and allow you know more time just for being away from it, being together as a family. Um, and so uh, it can look a lot of different ways and so I think there's great flexibility. But I think it's just more uh, what a no screens looks like today is just really being intentional uh, with your time and really just opening it up for, for being with others, for being with your family, for being with friends and in conversation and not just trying to distract yourself. And so um, I think there's much room for how it might look for you, and I, I'd say take that to prayer and discernment. And so, but I promise you that if you take on this challenge, if you really try to reduce your screen time in, in a major way, um, not only are you going to have a better Lent, but better lives. So strive for per perfection, not mediocrity, and rid yourselves of screen this Lent, and free yourself for deeper relationship with friends, family, and God.